We all make our investment decisions with the best of intentions, but without a crystal ball, how can we make wiser assumptions about the future value of our assets like, well, for just one example, real estate? Let the learning begin now on Your Money Manual with Vince Annable. And now here's the host of Your Money Manual, the CEO of Wealth Strategies Advisory Group and creator of the Household Endowment Model, Vince Annable. Welcome to Your Money Manual, the educational show we have designed around the fact that when it comes to investing, your money does not come with instructions. And our goal is to provide you with valuable information from industry experts to help you with your investment decisions. What is the value of something today and what will its value be tomorrow? If I had the answer to these questions, I'd be recording this program from my mansion in the Grand Caymans right now or my 150-foot yacht. Well, if you're a real estate investor or if you've considered investing in real estate, today's show is for you because we're going to discuss a subject that is often a source of confusion for many people and that is understanding the intrinsic value and replacement cost of real estate. And to help explain all of this and make us all a little smarter than when we got up this morning, I'm happy to have as my special guest, Robert Ambrosi. He is chairman, CEO, and director of ARC Trust, founder of ARC Trust Properties, a company he established in 1985 to specialize in the acquisition and development of net leases and real estate properties throughout the United States. Mr. Ambrosi has over 40 years experience in the acquisition, development, management of real estate projects internationally. In other words, he's highly qualified today to give you some education on real estate. And in full disclosure, I'm personally invested in two of Bob's partnerships, Robert, Bob Ambrosi, welcome to the show today. Well, good afternoon, Vince. I'm happy to be here. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bob, you have stated that regardless of what appraisal or any appraisal says, the value of something today is what it can be sold for. Most investors understand this principle, but many investors go into denial when an asset is showing a loss which often results in further losses by delaying the sale of a declining asset. In other words, sometimes they want to get even and then they wind up getting even worse. So the more important question is, what will the value of the asset be tomorrow? Can you please explain to our listeners why investors sometimes can't pull the trigger and also why it's important for investors to consider the future when it comes to these assets? Sure. The value of something today has nothing to do with how much a person paid for an asset. I mean, the purchase price is simply a bookkeeping account and allows an investor to calculate his tax when a sale is made, but it's also a benchmark to evaluate how the investment has performed during its holding period. The value today is just what something can be sold for. Now, most investors really understand this principle, but they go into denial when the asset is showing a loss. And this does often result in further losses by delaying a sale of a declining asset because people go through a process. I call it the DA process, which is denial because people deny that they're experiencing loss. Then they get angry. Then after they get angry, they finally accept their position and then they move to action. Unfortunately, to get through that denial, anger, acceptance and action process, 
for many people, it takes time. But the key, as you said before, is not what is the value today, but what will the value be tomorrow? Because that really determines, do you hold on to the asset or do you sell it? That comes into a timing process. Hey, thanks for that, Bob. As we know, there must be some important guidelines we can use that make these predictions more accurate as to present value versus future value, and that help make investment decisions more efficient. What are some of the guidelines you use to establish value and replacement cost when considering a potential investment opportunity? There are guidelines that we use to make a future value more accurate. In the appraisal business, appraisers use three methods of appraisal, the income approach, the market approach, and the replacement cost approach. Most investors are familiar with the income approach and the market approach because they tend to use a discounted value or an income approach to buying something. And they use the market approach because they don't want to really pay more than what somebody else is paying for. The replacement cost approach is used by a lot of people for both accounting purposes and insurance purposes, but it's really overlooked, sadly overlooked, because the replacement value of something really gives you a guideline for what that value will be in the future. By the way, this applies not only to real estate, but it applies to most investments in commodities or companies, because if you can calculate the cost to replace something, all assets will generally gravitate towards that replacement cost. Let me give you an example, a simple example of shoes. If you are selling shoes for $100 and I can make the same shoes for $50, then either you have to lower your price to $50 or I should be able to increase my price to $100. That is, again, until the next person comes along and makes the same shoes for $50. Okay, Bob. So... The difference between the replacement cost of an asset and the purchase price of an asset is what you refer to as the intrinsic value. Would you please explain to our listeners the term intrinsic value and how they can apply it to their own portfolio? Sure. Vince, as you said, the difference between the price that you're buying something for and the price that you can reconstruct it or replace it with is the intrinsic value. In the case of the shoes that we discussed, if I can make shoes for $100, but I can buy them for $50, the intrinsic value would be $50. And that would be a positive intrinsic value. At the same time, if somebody's making shoes for $50 and I'm buying them for $100, I have a minus $50 in intrinsic value. Now, intrinsic value is very important in the real estate business because over time, real estate does gravitate to its replacement cost. Because if I'm building a project at a certain price and I'm renting my building at a certain price and somebody can buy land next to me and build it cheaper, then they're going to rent it cheaper and my value, my property value has got to decline to what they can reconstruct that project for. At the same time, if they buy the land next to me and it costs more to build that project than what I bought a building for, they're going to have to charge higher rents. And therefore, my project should gravitate to the value or the higher value that they cost to build that project. Now, replacement cost and intrinsic value tends to increase over time. You have cost of materials, cost of labor, general inflation. And that, of course, helps increase 
your intrinsic value over a period of time. What people tend to ignore or don't appreciate with intrinsic value is that it almost acts like a, a mortgage. It's similar to leverage. If I can buy an asset at a cheaper price than I can build it for, then I'm basically borrowing that value at no interest with any obligation to repay it as inflation or prices go up over time. Properties with intrinsic value, by definition, are at a cost lower than what it costs to build. As a result, they generally will have rents that are lower than their competitors. Now, this is very important, especially in today's market with the world of the internet and intense competition. Investment grade comes and goes. I mean, we've all experienced Taylor Shoes, Radio Shack, Enron, Arthur Anderson, Kmart, and those at one time were investment grade tenants. At our trust, we believe in what we call intrinsic grade, and that is buying good quality real estate at below replacement cost with good intrinsic value. And we believe an intrinsic grade is better than investment grade because if a tenant vacates a property, we can always release that property provided the rent is below market. Great information, Bob. Thanks for that. In closing, would you please explain how the intrinsic value and replacement cost strategy applies to your decision as to whether to develop or purchase an asset and how you and your team apply it? Well, unlike most financial companies, all the executives at our trust have extensive experience in development. Uh, we've been both developing and acquiring properties for more than 35 years. So we're in a very unique position. Uh, intrinsic value and replacement cost strategy is a very serious subject at our trust. About 40% of our business is development and representing national tenants, and the balance is lending and acquisitions. But it can be summed up in one short sentence, and that short sentence is, when it's cheaper to buy, our trust buys, and when it's cheaper to build, our trust builds. And having that flexibility, I think, is a great investment strategy. This has been, as we had hoped, a very educational show, and we certainly do appreciate you coming on and educating our uh, listeners as to the difference between intrinsic value, replacement cost strategy, and how to apply that to real estate. It has been great to have you on the show, and we certainly do appreciate you being here and look forward to having you back. Thank you, Vince. It's a pleasure talking to you. So to learn more about us, and our wealth management program we call the Household Endowment Model, uh, you can go and click over to thehouseholdendowmentmodel.com where you can sign up for our white papers. Also, when you sign up, you'll be among the first to get details about the release of my new upcoming book, The Household Endowment Model, Wealth Planning for Affluent Families. The digital version is due to be released soon, followed by the hardcover version later this summer. So stay tuned for more details. If you would like, you can also give us a call at Wealth Strategies Advisory Group, 888-635-9724. Or you can visit the website, WS as in Sam, A-G-A-Z.com. I'm Vince Annable. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And we'll talk to you again on the next edition of Your Money Manual. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Your Money Manual with Vince Annable and that you'll share this podcast with friends and family. 
You can connect with us at Well Strategies Advisory Group and the Household Endowment Model on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And you can find your money manual where the best podcasts are heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and a host of other top podcast channels. This program has been presented for the education of our listeners only and is not intended as investment advice, nor is it intended as a solicitation of investment products or services of any kind. We encourage you to seek the advice of a licensed professional financial advisor before making any investment decisions.